The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. It's the best lip balm in America. Wait, what? Lip balm can be that much better? Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Doc Thompson for Balm Shot. Just go to balmshot.com. Balm is in lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You got to read the entire story for yourself at balmshot.com. But trust me, you will love it. And right now, if you order six of them, you'll get a free Balm Shot uh, lip balm, plus a logoed baseball hat, and free shipping at balmshot.com. But make sure to use the promo code DOC, balmshot.com. entrepreneurial spirit is to dream and to do. We are Building America. Ken Scott joining us now from Provectus Group. Hey, Ken, how are you? Doing good. How are you guys? Doing well. What is Provectus Group? So Provectus Group, we're a uh, multidisciplined uh, defense firm, and we specialize in teaching like law enforcement, military, regular folks, you know, how to use firearms, advanced tactics, just different things that we can do to uh, stay alive, protect ourselves, protect other people. That's a great concept. And when did it start and how did you come up with the idea that you wanted to do something like this? Uh, we've been in business two years. Uh, April of 2016 is when I founded the company. Um, honestly, it came from my years in law enforcement. And what I realized was, for the most part in law enforcement, you know, we are like a uh, glorified note taker. You know, it's not many times that we're able to intervene uh, during violent encounters like we'd like to because it's just not enough of us. And what what I noticed was that the, the people that are holding the bag are the victims, you know, that are having to, you know, go through whatever that violent encounter was. And most of the time they're not trained, you know, so that's where it came from. That's a really good point. As a law enforcement officer, I imagine you become a cop because you say, hey, I want to help people. I want to serve. Uh, I want to protect people. And quite often you're doing these duties that really have nothing to do with why you became a cop. And then, yeah, you see the victims. Most of the time, victims are are always um, suffering. They, they're never made whole yes. one way or another. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely correct. And, and it's not that and just that topic in and of itself is, is not something that you hear a lot of. I mean, it is definitely, I would say, every law enforcement officer's idea. When we sign that dotted line and we become a police officer, it's to help people and not just to help somebody when you need a couple bucks. But when you really need somebody, your life is on the line, your safety is in jeopardy. But unfortunately, because there's just so many people and not enough police officers, and that's pretty much in any jurisdiction across this country, you know, it's a very low percentage of the time that we can actually be there to stop it from happening. So then you said, okay, let me start this company, Provectus Group. And where are you based out of, by the way? We're based out of Atlanta, Georgia. So you said, let me. We do, we travel everywhere. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. So you said, let me start this company. How do you go about starting something like this? Um, well, it, it's, you can start it just like any other company, you know, getting all your licensing and, and, you know, coming up with how you want to and, you know, incorporate the company or organize the company. But um, then you have to, you know, offer some type of a product, you know, so obviously we're traveling and teaching classes. Um, so to be different, you know, you, you try to look at it through a, a very critical lens. You look at what's being taught now 
is it effective? You know, the things that are effective, yes, let's continue to do that, but let's really look critically at what isn't effective and how can we change that to make it better. And um, it's, it's, it's been very, very good for us. It's been very, very good. And, and more importantly, it's been very, very good for our clients. So what have you what uh, what do you do different um, when you t- teach people self defense? How do you how does it differ? Well, what we found, Doc, was that when we're doing this kind of stuff, if you're somebody who is uh, into guns, you carry a gun every single day, you're exercising your Second Amendment. We found that for the most part, we're going to be teaching ourselves. So we're at, we're we're huge advocates of teaching people how to do what we call dry fire. So that's learning how to manipulate the gun, working the gun, drawing the gun from the holster, and doing things like that without any bullets. In fact, we found that when you implement dry fire into your training, your proficiency level increases very quickly, um, but it doesn't require any bullets. But once we figured that out, we you know, looked at it and said, well, dang, you know, people are going to be teaching themselves most of the time. So one of the concepts that we teach in our courses is we're going to teach you how you learn, because if you're going to be teaching yourself most of the time, I need you to be able to look at, you know, a video that you saw or wherever it is that you got some information that can increase your skill level and teach you how to apply that to your own training, what speed you need to go at, how many repetitions do you need, all those types of things. So that's one of the main ways that we're different from pretty much everybody else. Now, do you also teach other self-defense, uh, other things than firearms? Yes, we do. Um, we teach active shooter training. Interesting. Um, so um, everybody is very, very familiar with uh, the active shooter stuff. We do a lot of concealed carry courses. We do force-on-force courses, and that's where you're using these um, fake pistols, you know, airsoft or ammunition guns, and we put you in these scenarios like, if you're at the ATM getting some money out of the, out of the ATM, if you're in the gas station getting your favorite drink and, and now there's a robbery that's happening, what should you do? Not just the actual physical part of drawing your gun and shooting, but all those mental things. We call it uh, situational awareness or tactical mindset, and that's just being aware of your surroundings and what decisions do you need to be making you know, throughout the entire process. I was speaking with somebody around the office here yesterday about people in certain careers and, and businesses that mm-hmm. um, sometimes end up working a job that they're not passionate about or don't believe they're, they're doing good. You don't feel good at the end of the day. And I've told the story on the air. I had a friend who uh, his whole life had dreamed of becoming a doctor. So he finally becomes a doctor. You know, since the age of 10, he wanted to be a doctor. He becomes a doctor and he works in an emergency room and his life is horrible because every day everybody's pissed off everybody at the emergency room everybody's miserable because you're coming in for you know something i imagine your business is one where you feel pretty good at the end of the day you are absolutely correct it's um you know i I remember in law enforcement it's very similar to the to the example you gave about the doctor you know it's think about it everybody maybe 80 to 90 percent of the people that we come in contact with as, as a law enforcement officer is go, having a very bad day. But then on, <laughs> right. top of that, on top of that, though, most of them are lying to us, you know, with that fear of not wanting to go to jail. So, you know, I became a police officer to actually help folks. I know that's like that, you know, universal reason for getting into public safety. But truly, that was my reason. But I'm going to tell you something. Since I've been out of law enforcement and and doing this, I really feel that I've been able to help 
tens of thousands of more people because there's something very, very special about taking somebody who uh, who was terrified of firearms, who had never held a gun before in their life, and, and frankly, some people who had never seen one, and then just after a few hours, they take maybe a private lesson or they take a basic uh, pistol class from us, and you see their confidence level start shooting through the roof. You see the anxiety start to decrease, and really, it's it's empowerment. You know, when you take responsibility for your own safety and like your family's safety, that's empowerment. And and what greater gift could you really give to somebody, you know, than teaching them how to protect other folks? Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's a great word to use. I think we uh, most of the time in the left uh, loves to overuse the word empowerment, but you're right. It is because in that situation, you're giving people confidence above and beyond just confidence with a firearm. You've got people, I mean, I'm six foot four, I'm a male, I've not had a whole lot of trouble with people intimidating me over the years, but I imagine (laughs) if you're a a woman or if you're small or something, or maybe you've had something bad happen in your life, it's a constant thought in the back of your head about safety, more than I have. Yes, yes, and and you know what, You're, you're absolutely correct, But and that's one of the main reasons, if not the main reason why people buy firearms because they are an equalizer you can be 99 years old on your deathbed as long as you can apply five plus pounds of pressure to a trigger you can use a firearm so it equals that playing field for that older person um, who's going up against two or three people that have have come into their home but then on the flip side of that me and you are the same height right so Mm -hmm. i agree with you me and you are probably not going to have to deal with situations like other people of smaller statue might have to. But one thing that I've noticed is that, you know, my wife is, is short. She's a five, four ish. Yeah. And, and, and by training her and teaching her, it gives me peace of mind. And that's what I love to talk to boyfriends and husbands about where it's like, Hey, listen, teach your wife because we can't be there all the time. And if anything, it's no longer a a liability. And now they're a teammate, you know? So if something happens it's both of us against the bad guy or bad people. That's right. I not only want her to get my back. If something goes down, I I don't want her to shoot me in the back by accident. as It starts going down. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely don't want that. But I, you know, and, and at first, when I was teaching her, I was just teaching her, just like most husbands, hey, you got to be able to protect to be able to protect yourself. But shortly thereafter, I realized, man, this is no longer like a stressful thought of mine anymore. Now she's a teammate. That's like, a hey, that's a great way to look down, at it. Yeah, especially now that we have a son, which changes everything. Yep, so, that does. So, so you guys travel as well. You and your instructors, you'll travel. I imagine you do corporate stuff or group stuff if a, yes. if a group of people wanted to have you in. Yes, yes, we do. We've done um, uh, different events with several companies. They love doing company outings. They bring out their employees. It's a way to build, uh, do team building and, and boost the morale. It's something different. And they're also learning something that's pretty cool. Um but we do corporate events. Um, we also do um, a lot of threat assessments for corporate companies. We'll oh, come nice. in and, and figure out what their vulnerabilities are and things of that nature. And that kind of plays into the active shooter type stuff. Um, we'll do active shooter training for corporate companies that have their own security teams. Um, also firearm training for them. It's 
it's kind of customizable. You know, we, we can't, that was one thing that we really wanted to focus on. Well, it was a couple things. Number one, making sure it's the absolute best training that we can provide. The second thing was making sure that it was affordable because I don't know if you guys have kind of looked out at some of the prices, you know, with uh, this type of training, but it can be very expensive. Oh, it can yeah. Be yeah. For a one or two day class, by the time you factor in the cost of the course, Getting there, your ammunition, food, lodging—it could be three to four thousand dollars. And I've hey, been. Hey Ken, um, go ahead. Yeah. Are you still doing the tour? Because I know I saw that you were on tour. Yes, I still am, and we're adding. Okay. We're adding a couple more places. Uh, hopefully, Dallas, Texas, uh, will be on there here very soon, nice. as well as nice. Phoenix. But yes, but yes, we are on tour. We've been everywhere from Wisconsin to Florida to Alabama to you name it, the, everywhere. So um, that's what we're doing. To this year was our first year on tour. It's gone very, very well. And I really, to be honest with you, it's not enough time to get everywhere. I get a ton of requests from all parts of this country, all parts of the world for that matter. You know, it'd be cool is to, is to, um, is to do a tour with you, something like that, or a couple of stops where we made it really big. And maybe after bringing yeah. some other people, whatever, we could do that. That would be really, maybe we'll work with something on that yeah. in the future, Ken. That'd be awesome. Yes, that would be absolutely amazing. And I love, I was just in Dallas for the NRA annual meet, and uh, that was my first time in Dallas. And I have to say, I really like it. It reminds me a lot of Atlanta. So I'd love to come back. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, it's pro- provectusgroup.org, right? That is correct. That is the website. Um, and they can also find us on social media. Facebook and Instagram, and it's at Provectus Group. What we'll do is um, I'll tweet out a link. We'll put it on the different social media, and hopefully people will visit. It's ProvectusGroup.org. That's Provectus. P-R-O-V-E-C-T-U-S Group.org. Ken, thanks for sharing your story, and we hope people will visit you, and uh, we'll work on something together, okay? That works. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. In 2011, Aaron Hale, a former Navy chief, was severely injured when disposing of an improvised explosive device. He lost his eyesight and most of his hearing, so he returned to his love of cooking as therapy, and with the help of his love, Michaela, they created Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. These things are amazing. You'll love them. Go to EODFudge.com. That's EODFudge.com, and try the caramel apples, the brownies, the strawberry white and decadent triple fudge confections eodfudge.com promo code blaze to get 10% off hey there it's doc thompson want to tell you about another show that i think you're gonna like it's called the news and why it matters it's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you the news and why it matters look for it wherever you download your favorite podcast knowledge is power tweet at us with the hashtag what i learned today this is the morning blaze with doc thompson on the blaze radio network